good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is where you are. Welcome once more to the Love Pill. Here is your host, the Samaritan Woman. I know it's been a long time since I've been on. Um, I have so many things going on right now and I really try to make time to come on and record. It's not always easy, but please bear with me. I'm trying my best. Today's going to be a short one and it's actually, I'm digressing. Um, I'm actually going to digress a little from the theme that we started in the last podcast. Um, the last podcast, we're talking about depression, suicide, and we were also talking about, um, you know, uh, um, uh, I, I don't want to say spiritual possession because I don't believe in anybody being possessed, uh, uh, as in the definition of the word possession. Um, I believe that sometimes some spirits can take over, um, or that you could be under the influence of some, of certain spirits. Um, but I won't talk about that today. I just wanted to come in and talk about something. It's one of my musings. So today we're going to talk about amusing. But before I get there, let me just thank, thank everyone that has listened to every episode I have put out. I just want to say thank you. Please keep listening. Please share this. Um, also, please come on. For those of you that listen on Anchor, please come on and uh, leave a voicemail. Please feel free to do so. Share your opinion with me. To uh, Petit Jean, I am very happy that you share your opinions with me. Albeit sometimes we don't see eye to eye, but I welcome them and I am so grateful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And a big shout out to you. I hope you're doing great out there in London. Um, And uh, this is an invitation to get you to listen to this one and also to share. Um, Please share it. Um, Okay. So, um, and also, before I forget to say it, the show is available on all podcast platforms. So, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you name it, it is available. There are some uh, podcast plas- platforms where it's available, where I am, uh, which I am not calling out, and I do apologize if I don't call them out. But it's available on a lot of podcast platforms. So please, um, all you have to do is search for the Love Pill by the Samaritan Woman, and you should be able to find it. Um, I really do appreciate you all. Now let's get into today's talk. Um, it's just my musings. It is actually, um, just a word of encouragement to any women who are out there who are alpha females. And, um, a true alpha is someone who is born a leader. You are born wise. You have wisdom beyond your years. Um, And sometimes you even have the gift of knowledge as well. And, you know, your presence alone can be intimidating to some people. You know, you walk in a room and people turn, you know, to look who just walked in sometimes. And sometimes you, you walk in and you clear your throat and the whole room goes silent. You have that presence and you've always had that there's it's not because you're wearing Gucci or whatever it's it's just 
that's your presence, that's your personality. You have that imposing personality without necessarily being mean or angry or whatever. Um, and, and people who are who feel small about themselves can easily be intimidated by that. Um, so I want to come out and talk about that and, and just encourage you to be aware of that when you are that woman. And I'm talking especially to women because they're, they're alpha men too, but I'm talking especially to alpha women. When you are that woman, a lot of us are wont to dim that down, tone it down so that we can fit in, so that we can be acceptable so that, um, you know, a lot of times so that we can find love. It's not true love if you have to change the, the, the essence of who you are. And this is the essence of who you are. That power that you wield is the essence of your being. So do not change that. There is a man, there is an alpha male for you to whom you will submit because he will know his position as leader in your life. And he will not need to dim your light for him to shine his. He will understand that you are a strong woman and as a result, he needs to keep you elevated while he stays elevated on his own platform. And together you two do excellent, marvelous things that will bring glory to the kingdom of God. You don't have to dim your light to be liked by anybody. Not by your boss, not by your co-workers at work, not by your friends in school, not by anybody. It took me years to be able to come to this position because I had to, I found myself the older I got, you know, having to dim my light, having to, to shrink myself so that I would fit in, so that people will, would feel comfortable around me. And for me, you know, um, now being in the position where I am as a grown woman, that's a no-no now. It, it's, it's just a no-no. If you're not comfortable with the strong woman that I am, which thank God that he made me this woman because thanks to him making me this woman, I have been able to fill in certain shoes that had I been weaker, I would not have been able to cope. So um, your strength, that alpha in you comes in handy. Now that is not to be used to oppress people, especially a man. That's not what that gift is for. So women who are born leaders, that's not what you use that for. You know, Deborah in, in the Bible was an alpha female. And she didn't use that as an oppressive tool. She used that as a tool of leadership, as a tool of guidance, you know, as a tool of wisdom. So that is what you should use it for. Esther was an alpha female. But she used hers, you know, also as a tool of guidance, as a tool of support, as a tool of leadership. You don't always have to come in hard for you to, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like for you to be able to, to say you're alpha. You don't even have to say, 
oh, look at me, I'm alpha. No, it, 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 it portrays itself. It shows itself. It's like I said, when you walk in the room, people know, wait a minute, somebody just walked up in here. And some people will respect you for it. And some people will hate you for it. And those that hate you for it, they hate you for it because they don't measure up. Because they find it, that presence intimidates them because they feel little about themselves. And for those people, those that are wise, that feel little about themselves, that are wise, that are around you, this is, you are their, their, their ticket or their, their chance of them learning how to feel bigger about themselves. But those that are not wise, they will try to bring you down to their level or even lower in order for them to feel bigger about themselves. And you encounter that a, a lot with men. You know, the, the men that would come to you, that would try to date you, that would want to marry you or whatever, um, a lot of them, they would admire that quality or those qualities in you because you are, you, you would probably be one of those women that will be, you know, talked of, that would be, you know, like uh, uh, hard to conquer. One of those that, um, it's like, it's, it's an award, it's an achievement to that man that eventually gets to conquer you, you know, taming of the shrew, that man that eventually gets to marry you. It's going to be an achievement. So, um, some men would come so that, you know, they can hunt you down and, and like a hunter destroy you. And this I'm taking from, um, my brother Bahia, who said that, um, and that, that's a quote from him. So I, I have to take give him credit for that but um so they, they're gonna come in and you know even though they admire that quality or admire those qualities in you they're gonna come in and try to destroy you um break you down and I have through my life had that people that tried to break me down that tried in different ways to break me down because they just could not stand the power that God put in me which is not of any of my doing. It's not anything that I did for myself. It's it's a it's a grace. It's the glory of God upon me. And if anybody can stand it, they can't stop the shining like they say. It's just God's grace is upon me. You can't stop what God has given somebody else. You know? Um rather maybe you should encourage it. Maybe by you encouraging it you can get your own blessings. Be their Mordecai, you know. Be their Aaron and hold their hand up. Um, you know, just just be that support for them to see that greatness that's in them shine through. And through that, maybe your greatness will come through too. But a lot of times, people shut that down. They wanna they wanna shut it down. They wanna um, basically just just ruin you to the point where. It's like you're not submissive, you're subservient. You know, you are, you, you wouldn't even recognize who you are anymore by the time they're done with you. You know, you would, you would be feeling so small about yourself that even they who started feeling small about themselves when they met you, they now feel big and you feel smaller than they were. You need to stay strong. Watch out for these signs. Watch out for a man who comes into your life and tries to belittle you. 
And there are different ways that they can do that. There are different ways. You know, a man that whenever you you say something to him, um, it could be maybe you're discussing something in the news and he makes a comment about, oh, well, oh, you know it all, don't you? When you're saying something that was actually in the news, several articles, and he makes a comment about, oh, yeah, you sure know it all, don't you? You know, just because he didn't read the news or he didn't watch the news. So he didn't know that, you know, and you just prove you just proved him wrong by using an actual fact that was on the news or historical fact that you can prove, you know. And now, you know, he feels small because that's something he didn't know. Rather than applaud the fact that you have that knowledge, you know, that you're a woman who actually is on top of current events. But he wouldn't do that. He Instead, he'll try to make you feel some kind of way about the fact that you stay on top of current events, you know, or the kind of man that everything that you say, he takes it as a personal challenge to him. Like if you say, hey, you know, um, yeah, my, ma- my mama taught me how to cook real good. Oh, yeah, you think you can cook better than my mama? Um you know, um, my mama cooks better than you. And, uh, you know, I'm a strong man. I'm, I'm a man who, who, who uh, you know, and he just starts talking about how, how much of a strong man he is off of such a small conversation. And you're like, where, where did that come from? All I was trying to say was, this is something I can cook really well. Um, or, you know, you have one that you turn down his advances, you know, maybe not necessarily his advances to date him, but you're still trying to get to know him. You're still, you know, trying to go through the process of courtship. So you are not trying to have any sexual intercourse with this person. And because you won't have intercourse with them, they take it as, Ooh, you're rejecting me. Um, because in your eyes, I'm probably, um, you know, so small, uh, you probably think I am not worthy of you. You probably think, uh, I am this, this, and that you probably, and they, they project all the insecurities on you. They project all these insecurities and make it feel like you said something against them when all you did was say, no, I don't want any sex right now between the two of us. And they will say these things and make you feel so small that if you're not strong enough, you will give in and have sex with them. You know, and sometimes those men, when you keep saying no, if you're not careful, they will rape you. They will violate you. They will, they will molest you at the very least because they feel like they have to conquer you somehow and that's the only way that they can they feel that they can conquer you because they feel your strength so the only way that they know how they feel hey if I can submit her sexually to where I give it to her so good excuse my language but I give it to her so good that she'll be dreaming about me every day and as such I would have her right under me where I want her then um you know, I'd be able to control her from that angle, you know, then she'd be looking up to me, um, you know, and, 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 and that's a very dangerous man, you know, a man that, you know, when you're trying to do better for yourself, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't 
applaud your efforts, but rather he has every complaint. Um, instead of trying to offer his support to you, instead of trying to offer, um, you know, that whatever support that he can give you, not necessarily financial, but if he can, um, you know, maybe, hey, okay, you've gone back to school, um, you're working full time, you're back in school, let me maybe help you every weekend with your chores, maybe we could do your chores together, or maybe every weekend I could come over and help you study, you know, maybe help you do some research on your papers, or, or, or maybe help you type the papers after you're done writing them, you know, um, you know, things like that. Um, rather than have a man that would offer something or, or just even not even offer any of that, but maybe just say, Hey, Hey babe, you've been, you've been working so hard with work and school and you know, you know what? Don't cook dinner tonight. Like, let me take you out. Or right now because of COVID-19, no, maybe they can't take you out. So let me cook dinner. You know, you don't have to cook tonight. Dinner's on me. Let me cook dinner tonight. You know, or I'm cooking dinner all week because I need my baby to get some sleep. I need my baby to get some rest. So, you know what? Let me feed you. Let me cook you dinner. You know, knowing that that doesn't make them any less of a man. If anything, it makes you love them even more that you see that they're making these sacrifices for you. Um, so, a man that when he sees that you are trying to better yourself... And he is not supporting that. Instead, he is like, oh, you don't have time for me. Oh, you know what? I've been to school. You're not the first person to go to school. So what do you mean? Because you went back to school, you don't have time for me. You know, you got to make extra time for me. Or a man that's like, oh, so, you know, you hung out with your friends two days ago. And I've been trying to see you for a week. And you can't make time for me. For me knowing fully well. That you were not out having a party with your friends, knowing that you saw your friends probably because maybe you and your friends are working on a project, on a business, or something like that that he's aware of. But because he is too petty, he won't let that go. He'll be like, oh no, you know, well you gotta you gotta give me my time. Uh, um, and stuff. And you're like, well listen, my plate is full. You know, I'll give you your time, but I can only spare two hours on Saturday or because, you know, I have to study and I have to work and whatever. And this man who's not contributing a dime to your bills, who's not contributing anything to your life is going to say, Oh no, uh, uh, no, you know, um, you have to, you have to give me a full day. You have to give me a full day. And I'm not saying that, you know, you can't equate financial contributions to love, but what I'm saying is, if you want somebody to give you that much time when they have their plate that full, then you have to give something in exchange. Something's got to give. So if you're going to come over and I still have to cook for you when you come over and I still got to do the dishes after we eat and I still got to sit down and entertain you because you don't want to feel like I'm ignoring you when I'm trying to study, then we have a problem that can't be. Nobody wants to have that relationship because being in that kind of relationship is going to hold you back. It's going to stop you from, from achieving your goals. And a lot of times, women, we find ourselves in relationships where we put our goals 
in the back burner. Sometimes it's not even on the stove anymore. We take, we've taken our goals completely off the table. It's not even on the stove anymore. And we're now living in the man's own goals and his own dreams. And, you know, it's all about him. We've forgotten that we had dreams. We've forgotten that we had goals. And then he gets to where he's comfortable and he, he dumps you. He leaves you and goes for the woman that is now of that same stature. That is now, you know, he's equal. And you are there. You have spent five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, maybe more, of your life building his dream and killing yours. You don't want that. And by then, he's killed your self-esteem. That alpha female, a lot of times, if you're not really strong, if that's not who you really were born to be, it wouldn't come back. If that's who you were born to be, it will come back. It'll take some time, but it's going to build itself back up. All you have to do is to surround yourself with positivity, you know, positive thoughts, positive, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, affirmations, positive, uh, read positive books, um, watch positive things, surround yourself with positive people, listen to positive music, just have positivity around you to take you back, to elevate you back into that place and keep yourself in a, pra- in a place of prayer and, prayer and meditation um, such that you are your energy is protected um, from that negative energy um, because, you know, that's the, 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 they're vampires, they're energy vampires that are going to come around and the minute, the minute you start elevating yourself, they're going to come in different forms and they're going to try to suck that away and, and bring you back down again. So you have to constantly be aware, be be at alert of who you are and what people that come into your life, sometimes even people in your family, sometimes, you know, that are just not content with who they are, that have always maybe seen you as a threat, seen you as competition. And for whatever reason, you're there, you're sitting there thinking, oh, this person and I are cool and not knowing that. This person's never been happy that you have gotten more praises than them or something like that in life. And so they feel like, oh, um, every time that they're doing better and you're not, they are happy. Rather than being happy that you're both doing better, rather than, you know, hey, you know what, how can I help you do better for yourself now that I'm doing better than you? How can I help elevate you? You know, what can I say to you? How can I support you? Elevate yourself, you know? Um, and, you know, so it's, 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 it's in different settings. It's, it's in different ways that we encounter people that bring us down as alpha, alpha females, but it's a lot in relationships. And sometimes you make the mistake of marrying that person that brings you down, um, because, you know, you're getting older and you become desperate and it's like, well, I'm just going to marry him. Listen, you're not that, you're not that desperate for marriage. I don't care if you're 50. I don't care if you're 60 and you've never been married. You're good enough for you. You know, there's a book that's called, I can do bad all by myself. You know, you can do bad all by yourself. You don't need somebody to come help you do bad. So if you're doing good right now, Stay doing good by yourself. Do not take somebody that's going to come make you do bad. Do not take somebody that's going to bring you down. You don't need that. 
elevate yourself. You know, like Sierra says, level up. You know, um, keep that mindset. And, and every time that something comes into your life and you notice these patterns about them, you know, you notice these, you know, they say things like, oh, you know, um, I'm going to get you pregnant so that I can humble you. That's a red flag right there. This man is trying to come into your life. He's attracted by this strong alpha female that you are, but he's trying to come into your life to conquer that, to break it down. He's not trying to come into your life to keep it elevated. No, he's trying to come in to ruin it, to ruin it so he can show people and be like, you see, I'm the man because I broke that down. I'm the man. Because to him, that's what makes him the man. You can't let that happen. And whenever somebody says that, call them out. Whenever somebody says something to you to make you feel little, to try to make you feel little about yourself, call them out. Call them out. Do not take it. Let them know that you are aware of who you are and that you are also aware of what they're trying to do to you. So call them out. And make sure that you let them know that, hey, bro, listen, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to say to me right now, I will not take this. Knowing who you are takes knowing your purpose. And I've talked on this podcast about knowing your purpose. It's something I really encourage everybody listening to me to find, especially if you are female. Know your soul's purpose. Because when you know your soul's purpose, then the trinkets of this world aren't so shiny anymore. They're just what they are, trinkets. You understand the essence of your soul. You understand your soul's path your soul's journey and you also understand that people who are in your life who are not there to help in that journey don't really matter and it doesn't matter who these people are to you so you 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 start valuing people from a different angle you start looking at people from a different lens altogether you build yourself a new tribe Actually, that tribe comes to you. Don't be fooled. Don't get so desperate, single women. Don't get so desperate for marriage. Don't get so desperate for babies that you you let your guard down and you let somebody walk all over you in the name of woman submit unto your, your own husband. No, it says your own husband. If this man has not married you, first of all, you do not owe him any submission. Second of all, before you submit to this man, he must submit himself unto Christ. Before he submits himself, before you submit yourself unto him, unto this man, not only must he submit himself unto Christ, but he must love you as Christ loves his church. What does that mean? He must love you unconditionally. That means that if you were born an alpha female, he has to love that aspect of you. And he has to be an alpha male. 
in order to be able to deal with you. That is what being unevenly yoked is a part of. So he cannot be a, a, a B male, a better male, and want to want to be with an alpha female. That won't work. That won't work. So, you know, either he's going to elevate himself and become an alpha male in order to be with you. Or he would already be an alpha male and then be with you. And then at that point, you know that you will submit yourself to him because he will love you in the way that he's supposed to love you by keeping your glory, by keeping your honor. The Bible says that a man should honor his wife. That same word honor is used to describe what we should do with God. We should honor God. We should honor the Lord our God. That's the commandment we're given. That same word honor is used to describe our relationship with our parents. It says we should honor. We should honor our father and our mother. That's a very strong word. So if you're a man and you're honoring your wife, that woman will submit to you. I don't care how much of an alpha she is. You don't need to break her down. If you're, if you're a man and you're listening to this and your strategy has been to be conquering alpha females and breaking them down, you need to change that today. And if you're listening to this and you know me and you think that you're going to try to try that with me and come my way, I pray the Holy Ghost stops you in your tracks. <laughs> I pray the Holy Ghost stops you in your tracks right there. You know, I was going to say stops you dead, but I want you to live and see the glory of God in my life. So I pray the Holy Ghost stops you in your tracks. Um, I said this was going to be short, so I don't want to continue too much. Uh, but there's, you know, that's just, I just want to give in, give, give some of my musings and, and give some food for thought and just encourage the strong alpha females out there. First of all, uh, let me say one more thing. If you're an alpha female, um, one of the ways that you know this, you don't have to put anybody down for you to feel strong. You just are strong. You just are, you just are, like I, I've been saying, a natural born leader. You don't need to put anyone down. You don't need to talk down to anybody. You can actually delegate to other people and they will willingly follow your orders. It's just a natural thing. It just comes naturally. Um, because it, that's, that's who you, that's who you are. That's what you were born to be. Um, if you're putting other people down as a woman, as a woman to, to, in order to assert yourself, in order to assert your authority, what you are is a bully. You're not an alpha female. You need to quit that. You're probably less than a better. You are a bully. That's what your B stands for. <laughs> and maybe another B word, but I won't call you that because I respect my females. But, um, you know, so just, um, alpha females stay strong, stay encouraged, follow your path, especially those of you who are called according, according to God's purpose in your life. If you already know what that is, stay strong. It takes a strong woman to do the work of God. Doesn't take a weakling. It takes a very strong woman. If you read about the women in the Bible, these were spirited women. The prominent women in the Bible were spirited women. It takes a strong woman 
be able to do the work of God. You have to have a firmness to you. You have to have tenacity. But you also have to have humility. So you should be able to humble yourself when you see authority. Not when you're bullied. There's a difference. And by the spirit of discernment, you'll be able to discern which is which. So do not let a man come into your life and bully you. And you think that that is you, you know, uh, being under authority. No. Don't go under a bully. Don't do it. Watch out for the signs. Watch out. Any man that tries to make you feel small talks about your weight. Oh, look at how big your stomach is getting. A man who loves you, a man who truly loves you, will not tell you, oh, you know, your stomach is in the way. Your stomach is getting so big. You need to do something about that stomach. Those are not the words he will use. A man who truly loves you. A man who truly loves you will come to you like this. Hey, babe, you know how, like, I've been saying that we need to get more active and, like, you know, just for, you know, to keep fit and, you know, for longevity. You know, I have just ordered um, a brand new treadmill. It's going to be delivered on Wednesday. And I want us to, like, fit that into our lifestyle. Or I just ordered some two bicycles for us. We're going to be, you know, bike riding this summer. I want us to start riding around the, the park. That's just a way for us to spend more time together. Um, you know, uh, look at, I just got us this new, uh, gym memberships. It comes with a personal trainer. Can you imagine that? Or I know you like Zumba. So I signed up for Zumba class for you and myself, or, you know, I talked to your friend Sheila and she said she would love to go to Zumba with you. You know, so her husband and I, we agreed and we bought you girls Zumba for one month. You know, so you to work out your schedules and see how you could go to Zumba class together. Cause I know you love to go to Zumba, you know? Um, or, hey, I know you like salsa dancing, so I have decided that we're going to take salsa classes together. You know, I think it'll be fun. It'll be romantic. I want to bring that spark back. You know that in that dance activity, she'll be burning calories. So will you too. Who says you're still looking fly? Who says your, your stomach's not hanging over your belt? You know, um, she's just not saying it, but bro, probably it is. <laughs> Um, but you know, there are ways to it. There are ways that you talk to someone that you really love and care for without breaking them down, without, you know, stepping on their ego or anything of the sort. So, um, this is what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to, you know, have, have women in particular, watch out, watch out for these, these, um, the languages, the language that is used to address certain things with you. Um, you're talking to a man and then, you know, you guys are having an argument and he calls you stupid. He calls you foolish. He calls you dumb. You know, certain words should not be used in a love context, in a relationship where somebody's supposed to be in love with you. Those words have no place. And if he calls you that, how does he respect you? 
So someday he's going to call you that in front of your kids. And then someday your son is going to tell you, his mother, that you're stupid because he heard his father say that to you. Or worse off, he's going to tell some other person's daughter that they're stupid because he learned that from his father, watching his father tell his mother that. Is that what you want? No. So certain things, you nip it. And that's not who you should be marrying. I don't care how desperate you are. Now, if you correct it the first time and you say, hey, you saying this to me, I do not appreciate it. I do not like it. Or if you're one of those non-confrontational people that, okay, you you didn't like it, but you're not going to confront them about it, just give them silent treatment. And then when they come back and like, okay, well, what did I do? You've not been talking to me. Then you tell them what they did. If they change it, if they, from that day forward, never say those things to you again, never do it, then you know it was a slip of the tongue. Every, everybody has that. It happens occasionally. But if they say, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, or you're being too sensitive, get over it or whatever, and then they do it again, that's who they are, and they are trying to break you down. Watch out. Watch out for it. If a man does not respect you in front of his family, in front of his friends, you've been with someone for a year, two years, three years, whatever, however long you've known them, they've never officially presented you to their family, to their friends. They don't know, their family and their friends don't know that you're with them. You're a secret. You're being kept in the closet. Honey, leave that relationship that's a totally different topic but it's still in the same light because what they're trying to do is to break you down break down your self-esteem you know if a man cheats on you and when you question him he tries to make his cheating about you and tries to say stuff about like well you've gained weight you let yourself go so that's why I cheated on you no do not take that that's a lie that's an excuse that's a lie from the pit of hell. This man cheated on you because he wanted to cheat on you. Because he disrespects you. Because if he had fallen out of love with you, he could have been man enough to just tell you, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. I didn't know this day was going to come when I met you. But now it has come and I do apologize that I have to say this. But I no longer am in love with you. It will hurt. You'll probably cry. You'll probably feel like dying. But when you will look back months, years later, you'll be thankful that they were honest with you like that. Any man who cheats on you, lies to you to your face, they're disrespectful. And they're trying to break you down. Don't even dare give them a second chance. Drop it. Well... I've gone a little bit outside my topic, but I just wanted to come on and encourage women today. And um, we're still going through the virus. I know that uh, the state of Texas, where I am right now, has reopened and is reopening a lot of things. Um, however, the uh, most of the government offices are still shut down. They're still on lockdown. 
And um, I would like to say that as long as government offices are still in lockdown, dear listeners, please be mindful of that. Because if everything were all clear, then um, our state's men and women would be in office working out of their offices I mean to say that they're still working from home then you have no business going out there and risking your life and the life of your children your spouses and any other family members you may have I pray that you all stay safe I know this particular um, uh, episode has nothing to do with my very dear friend, Val. Um, But Val, I just want, if you do listen to this, I want you to know that I love you very much. I pray for you. I want you to get well soon. I'm sending you big thoughts of healing, light, and love. Um, and a very, very big, 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 big tight hug. And um, hang in there. It's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. I'm keeping you in the hands of the Lord. And I know, I know, I know we, on, on a good day, we could have a discussion about that. But you know, you know what I mean. And I know that you understand. Um, so to all my other listeners, um, I want to say I love you too. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for always coming back. Anybody that is dealing with anything right now, I know these are hard times. People losing their jobs. People are losing their marriages. Um, There's the coronavirus. You know, uh, kids are not able to attend their proms. Um, There's stress everywhere. There's a lot going on. Um, Some people have not received their stimulus checks, a.k.a. yours truly. Um, there's a lot going on. So if you feel like talking, you just feel like you need somebody to talk to, please reach out. Um, if you need prayer, please reach out as well. You need someone to hold your hand. Please reach out. You're going through something, whatever it is. I might not pray with you right there. I pray as the spirit leads. Sometimes I need to be away from you to pray. Sometimes I'll pray with you right there. Um, and, and when I say I need to be away with away from you to praise, because sometimes I just need to focus really hard and take take time, a lot more time. And if you're if you're in a difficult situation at that moment, a quick prayer with you, yeah, will be cool. But sometimes what I need to focus on, if you're in pain or something, I might it, it might not be the ideal time to do that. So I, I might have to take time away by myself. And just sit down and focus and really pray for you. But trust me, I do pray. If I offer you prayers, I do pray for you. And, um, you know, if you have any sick people in your family that you need prayers for, please do not hesitate to reach out. If you're going through whatever it is you're going through, um, you need prayers, please do not hesitate to reach out. Um, If you have a praise report, please do not hesitate to share. Um, We like good news here too. Um, And again, I don't know if on the other platforms you can reach out and leave any prayer requests or anything, but 
definitely on Anchor, you can do so. So please feel free to do so. I thank you all for listening. Once more, this is your host, The Samaritan Woman. I love you. Thank you. Good night.